Greetings, y'all. Hey, uh, Something's Off Podcast. I am your host, Alex DeWitt. We are exactly, I want to say, 34 minutes uh, left in the in the year, everyone. 2021 is coming to a close. 2022, I decided to just uh, do an impromptu podcast late night. And uh, you know what? We had such a fun time earlier this week. We had such a good recording. We thought it was fun. We don't know about the rest of you. You've heard it. Hopefully, by the time this comes out, you guys have heard it. But I, I, uh, I brought back my good friend, everybody, Saga City's Tupac, the voice of the streets. Hey. Mr. Max Ross, everybody. How's it going, everybody? Yeah. Glad, glad to be back. No, uh, no prolonged narcissistic 20-minute intro from me. We're just getting right into it. I don't give a shit. Right uh, before the new year, kicking it off. I know. I think we're 34. I, I failed math three years in a row. So I think that now we're 33 minutes into uh, to, to, to the new year. Uh, but I'm not good with numbers. Let's make it up. No one needs to know. It is what it is. I will announce uh, off the top that we have been drinking. This is a quarantine on strictly. This is strictly for the Ontario boys. Mm-hmm. This pie. We're, we're quarantining. Nobody's doing anything for New Year's. Everybody's just kind of nestled into their own shit, hanging out at home. Probably, I don't know, watching Netflix or Hulu or doing some dumb shit. They're watching something weird with Nicole Kidman. And uh, they're just kind of nestled in, and this is the new year. This is the new year celebration for us. Following the CDC standards, I, I you know what Somewhat. I am. I'm a law-abiding citizen. I want nothing. I want nothing for the, but the best for all of us. I want us to all be to go into 2022 healthy and happy, and and really without the vid. But that's just wishful thinking. I am a delusional millennial fuck. You know, mm-hmm. that's what it is. But uh, Max is fucking around with his foot. He's trying to get a good picture of us. And I don't like the way I look in a picture. I don't like pictures that are taken by other people. I only I, I like to have I like to be an auteur of my own. Uh, anything, anything film related. I'm the same way. I, I didn't realize how how much weight I've gained uh, <laughs> over the last picture we just took. No, I think you're a thick baddie. Thank you. I really do. No, no, I want you to know that. I'm I'm starting off 2022 with positive vibes. Oh, by the way, speaking of baddies, we got to do a shout out, RIP, to the great one, mm-hmm. the fucking, she's, she, she had a run, 99, Betty White, everybody, RIP to Betty B. White. White. Let's fucking cheers it. Rest in peace. Down cheers. one. Yeah. Oh, you do the slam on the thing. I do that with a shot. I don't do that with a regular brew. Let's do that with everything. All right. Well, like, do do you do it with uh, like Diet Coke? Do you do it with the soft drinks? <laughs> I do it with my water bottles. Because because that would indicate a problem. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Well, I don't know, everybody. Uh, we are fresh. We we were a little earlier watching the "Don't Fuck with Cats," the Luca Magnata story. I didn't realize it, man, dude. Dude, Toronto never gets worldwide press unless it's something really bad. Mm-hmm. Do you ever know? Like it was it was the Rob. For- no, so it was. The Carlo Hamalga and Paul Bernardo thing, that was the first like piece of like worldwide press I feel that Toronto got. Seriously, back in the 90s, that was bad. Clear, I, I think it goes without saying that was bad. But And then the Rob Ford thing took it into the millennium, Yeah. right? And then it was like Luca Magnata. Every now and then a, a, a chick will throw a chair off a balcony. That'll be on Six Buzz, Barstool, 
all those things. Every now and then a guy will walk around with a shit bucket or a vat of acid on a, on a, in the bike. Those bike lanes are no good. Those people, I, I'm assuming if you have a bike that you, if you have a bike and you're in the bike lane now that you have a weapon and you are going to use it. But it was, uh, no, it was, but what I'm trying to say, every now and then somebody will put a, like release a monkey into Ikea and that'll brighten the mood mm-hmm. until the next serial killer pops up and then Toronto's back to being just a dark, ominous metropolis. It's terrible. This is a terrible place. Yeah, for sure. Toronto's garbage. It's overpriced. It's overtaxed. The whole skyline looks like Lego. Yeah, all cookie-cutter buildings. It is cookie-cutter, but it's terrible, ugly architecture. The real architecture is in the con- like in, in the old houses, the old like sort of row, not row houses, but something. I don't know. I'm rambling, but it, it that that's where the true, real, like authentic Toronto architecture is. Mm-hmm. It's it's not in these condos overlooking the the fucking Rogers Center, which I I just call the Pizza Pizza Building now. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. But, um... I don't know. We're just having our. I'm back on the smokes tonight, and then by tomorrow, I'm planning to quit again. I went two weeks without cigarettes, and then I had my first drink, and I'm like, Ugh, man, I'm getting back in my old ways. Yeah, it's time for me to get on the sticks. New year, new me. New year, new me. Well, I'm I'm leaving. I'm leaving this year with the old me, mm-hmm. just for ceremonial purposes, and then I'm getting into, you know, just being a new person, turning a new leaf, as they say. But uh, I do like, however, that there are these people who have gone rogue in Toronto. Well, we're in Mississauga right now. We're still we're stuck in the burps. We're stuck in. uh, Yeah, we're stuck in food court land. And you can hear the fireworks from far away. You can hear like the crackling and the popping. You'll see a light burst up. You feel like you're in Saving Private Ryan kind of. That's the closest like I, I always fantasize about fighting in World War Two. I always love holidays because then I get to realize my fantasy. I just get to sit in the back and. I have the same. Yeah. I have the same thing when I was a kid. Yeah. I I just like, I like to invite friends over on nights like this so we can listen to the fireworks, which sound like bombs and I'll deliver a monologue. I'm like, this rhyme better be worth it. Is this in our basement in our bomb shelter? Yeah. He better go home, cure some disease or invent a longer lasting light bulb or something. Because I would not trade one Vecchio or one Caparzo for one ride, whatever the fuck he says. It's a beautiful monologue, and it really gets down to the core of what the film is about. But uh, I don't know. This must remind you of the, uh, the, the all hearing all the popping and the crackling in the back. <laughs> this must remind you of the, the old neighborhood. The old, the old hood. Yeah. We didn't get really into depth about that. That was one of the things about the last podcast that we did earlier this week. I do feel like it was, it was fun. It was funny. But we didn't really get into depth about anything because I just I wanted to keep like moving forward. It's all like a learning experience for me. Yeah. yeah. But we didn't really have there, there was no true story about anything. Like I had asked you, oh, did you ever see like anybody flash their piece in that neighborhood? And you went, well, not really. Like the, the, I've, the cops like uncut like they 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 found a gun in they a found, bush. Yeah, yeah they, they found they, a gun in a bush. Like, I don't know how it is now, though, but like. Like back then, like there was like always, there's always cops there, and it's like patrolling that street. There's always someone getting arrested there, or like 
something would pop up. On, it was barely on the news, though. I never really saw that much stuff on the news about that neighborhood. But, like, there's always something going on there. Well, why would you need to watch the news? You were living it. Yeah, I, I don't have to. But, like, when I tell people about, like, where I live, yeah. then no one believes that because it's Mississauga. Yeah. How many Vietnam guys do you think watch Platoon <laughs> on a regular basis? Like, no, man, I was there. <laughs> I yeah. was right next to Ch- I was right next to Tom Barringer. <laughs> what was the craziest if like you can remember? The closest thing to like a crazy story like oh that informed my life. Uh like something that I witnessed yeah. or cuz I'll tell you we, we can get in like crazy Mississauga stories cuz there are one like I mentioned this in passing in the last episode but that era of Mississauga, people from the city, anywhere else, don't believe it because it is oftentimes, and it is very, like, I think generally a pretty safe place to walk around. Like, you can go to the mall, you can go places freely, but there's not one place where some, like, you're, you're, there's no place where you are 100% free of danger. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll hear people who will go on, and again, it just shows you how fucking naive they are. And there are people who are older than me at times. I remember there was this one guy that I worked with who was like, yeah, you know what, dude? Like a lot of the time, like th- these people who lock their doors and they're worried about like, you know, weapons and shit, like they, they don't really like again, like it's it's all just a bunch of hype, man. And th- there are places where literally and I heard he said this, I remember verbatim, and I quote him saying this. He went, "There are literally places where 100% nothing will happen to you." And I'm going, "What?" It's like that's the exact attitude that manifests something terrible happening to you, yeah. right? That careless lifestyle of just walking out with your earphones in late at night, you're walking to the bar, home from the bar, it's dark out, no one's around. That's when you get fucking jumped and kidnapped by clowns. Legitimate clowns. Mm-hmm. Fucking red noses, dorky shoes, all that shit. Or you get just straight up killed. You don't know, like that era of the 2000s, just coming back to you, that era of the 2000s, like growing up in Mississauga, there was a lot of teenagers and they did crazy shit, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, it just kept it just kept blowing up all the time because like I remember like, like I said last time, there was like a bunch of like there was a summer there was just like a bunch of drive-bys in that area. Yeah. Which is like. And would you hear like the pop pop? Um, For the most part, I've heard it once. But, like, for the most part, like, I was never home. Like, either we were, like, out doing a show or just went to a bar or something. And then when you drop me off home, the police tape is already out. And then there's uh, there's all the cops there. Right. Um, for me, like, there's more. I think it more happened more in, like, the back area there. Because mm-hmm. that back area was always, like, not the greatest place. Because, like, my even, like, my mom would always tell me, like, don't go back over there. What, what was in the back area? Was it is that where the dumpster is? No, the dumpster is more in the front. If you go, if you keep driving down there, yeah. that's where all like the like shenanigans, yeah, uh, well, happen there. Because I remember we would go do open mics, and I would. I remember I had my shitty Pontiac Sunfire, and my taste of your neighborhood was when I would come to pick you up and then drop you off at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. And I remember coming in there late at night, and I have to drive through, and there would be people standing in the middle of the street. I felt like Keanu Reeves in Hardball when he has to drop all the kids back into the projects late at night. Yeah. And there's <laughs> he just has to fucking just kind of navigate his way through. I never had any problems, but it felt crazy because that was that was my that was my exposure to where you lived. Because I live in a like I grew up in a quiet area, like where my parents are, where we are right now. It's a pretty quiet street where you know it's monotonous. Not a, not a lot happens. You get bored very quickly. 
But where you grew up, it was like there's always something going on because yeah. there. So my my parents would always complain because there's always block parties, mm-hmm. like not even like on a weekend, just like during the week, and just like loud music or mm-hmm. anything. And my mom would always come out and complain uh, to the guys playing yeah. the music, but like obviously like we never had any like drive-bys or anything or right. everyone just like threw eggs at our at our place but there's always something going on i remember watching uh, a guy try to escape they i think they uh, i think the cops had a lead on like i think there was like a drug dealer or something there and uh some guy in a pt cruiser just like the crappiest car tried to do a runaway and hit a pole that's a genius car though <laughs> to commit crimes in because nobody suspects the person in the PT Cruiser. Yeah. It's it's normally like divorced soccer moms with Costco bags. Yeah. And uh I remember they tried to uh they tried to make an escape and they hit a pole. And there's another one of those that I missed, but like I just went back home and it saw a PT Cruiser just hit a pole. And I'm like, okay, whatever. This is the Wednesday, I guess, but See, that's what I love. It was like you treated it as, you know what? This is just another, it's a Tuesday. It's, I don't know. Like a guy fucking getting, you know, got, got, thrown out, got thrown out of a third floor building. I don't know. Just like <laughs> it happens too often. So laid like, it on our lawn. The, the, here's the thing though. Like, um, so I, I haven't heard much news about like, cause I don't live there anymore, but I haven't much, uh, heard much news about like that neighborhood until I saw a six buzz post. Yeah. <laughs> of my neighborhood it wasn't anything bad it was just like two people just arguing because there's always an argument there about something yeah about like a barbecue or just something stupid and it made it on six buzz i'm like oh i'm from that old neighborhood the funniest is though that that is a rough complex but the area outside of it is relatively well off like That's it is the thing yeah but it, it's so funny because you'll have these rappers and i've seen some of the videos where a guy will just be walking through the con- you know those those videos where it's it's just one take and it's just a rapper walking down the street yeah, yeah, yeah but it's usually in like the like it's like a place like brooklyn or a place like atlanta or a place where it's like the hood right yeah you can see like legs poking out of a fucking dumpster right or the t- shoes tied up the shoes tied the, up uh, over the phone lines the phone and shit. Lines. yeah like compton shit but with the Ridgeway stuff, it was just a guy walking through like what was otherwise a tidy complex that just has a lot of crime in it. Yeah. And he'd be like, yo, man, we're here in the hood, man. Yo, we're just we're, I'm going to I'm going to walk you through my hood. And then he starts rapping about the hood. I'm like, there is a Costco five <laughs> minutes down the street. If you turn that camera over, it's just nice homes there, too. That's so funny like because the- they would hide that probably in the exactly, video. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you turn that camera, people have the nicest lawnmowers and stuff and. Yo, that's Mrs. Beckley. She's got a three-car garage. Yo, fuck her, man. <laughs> I don't give a shit about those. Yo, we got an above-ground pool. We got, <laughs> we got an underground parking lot. No. No, but I think generally, it, it's funny that your parents are still living there. Yeah. So they're like one with the hood. They're They're the OGs there. Yeah. Do they ever get... They probably get like people like you know, helping them with their groceries and shit. I don't know about that, but <laughs> one time I, one time I got my car stuck uh, during a winter storm and yeah. like my next door neighbor just laughed at me and just walked by. I'm like, come yeah. on, like, give me, give me a push. And I he, mean, just, he just laughed at me and just walked away. I'm like, come on. Yeah. It's a cold world. Yeah. The thing is, it, it's so crazy because those, those neighborhoods are two dimensional. I mean, there are, it, it's never, it's just bad people. There's people who are thoughtful. There's neighborhood people that just want to do 
right by their uh, their fellow human beings. It's funny that the guy that laughed at me too, um, that guy got arrested. I don't know for what though, but I remember because he was my next door neighbor. He got arrested for yeah. something, and I'm like. Yeah, that, right. that's definitely not what you want as a comedian, someone laughing at you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad that person's locked up. <laughs> uh, we are six minutes away from the new year, everybody. I just want to update all of you. And that is exactly six minutes. It's uh, 11.54. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I am not good with numbers. I, I, I fail. I, that was true when I said I failed math three years in a row. In high school. Yeah. I'd, I've never failed, but I've like barely passed. I failed. And I'm still using calculators. And thank God I have a phone that has a calculator. I'll, I'll tell you one thing. I've been out of high school for almost 13 years now. I can count on one hand how many times I've needed a calculator. I really don't think you need to learn math. Yeah. No, I don't think it, it's it's pointless now. I mean, I'm not good with numbers, but that's just me. I'm not. I'm not getting an engineering job. Yeah. Even for paying for stuff, I just trust the cashier. I'm like, or the or the exactly. uh, taxi driver. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Here's here's everything. I know exactly. Let the guy at Petro Canada do the legwork. Yeah. <laughs> Screw you. No, but uh, this has been fun. I'm enjoying this. This is a good. This is a good late night podcast. This is what it should be. Max, you're like my Ed McMahon. That's a reference for anybody seventy and up. Everybody, <laughs> that was Johnny Carson's right hand man. But, um, I don't know. What are you, What are you gonna do tomorrow? I don't know. I gotta I gotta drop on my sister at the airport. And that's right. about it. It's eventful. Yeah. Well, we're not gonna do this again tomorrow, but. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we can hang. We maybe we can do something. I I like this routine. Like I like having Max on, because I, I I finally did need a second person to just spew my bullshit to. Because it's not good just being pent up in an apartment by yourself talking into a microphone. Exactly. No, that's uh, leave, the, leave that for the Luca Magnatas, everybody. <laughs> I was gonna go to an apartment. You have cats in your place now. Like, that, that is not what? good. Let's not even allude to that possibility. <laughs> All right. Law-abiding citizen here. I don't know. It's wild. What do you? Uh, what is that? Beer number two. That is three. Uh, I haven't right even now. touched my third one. I don't know. I'm keeping it light. Hey, you guys making that ruckus up there? Quiet down, fucking owners of the house. Ugh. People just don't know how to respect boundaries. Uh, what are we? Uh, we're three minutes out. Three. Yeah, we are. What? What? Hello? My God! Can you believe this guy? I mean, the man the, of the house. The the fucking balls of brass on that guy to interrupt us. Okay, well I am down in his basement, comfortable, rent free. I've been here for a week. They've been paying for the groceries. They've been doing everything around the house. They've been cleaning up, mopping the floors, doing all kinds of shit. Well, I've been, you know, staying in bed till 10 p.m. or 10 a.m. See? Numbers. <laughs> I mean, like, let's get real. Oh, my. People just don't have respect anymore. 
People just don't know when to respect their children, how to respect their children and leave them alone and realize that it's tough being a millennial. It's tough being someone born in the 90s. I mean, have you ever watched an episode of Fresh Prince? Have you ever had to endure that? You ever have to watch an episode of Hey Arnold? Ugh. Back when children's television was at its height? Ugh. <laughs> I love the uh, Hey Arnold episode. Did you ever watch Hey Arnold? What oh, was your okay. show? I don't know. I, I, I've watched a few episodes of uh, Hey Arnold. It's been a while, though. I, I couldn't even remember like a good episode of it. Yeah, you were a good rug. You were a Rugrats guy. I was a Rugrats yeah. guy. You know what? It's so funny how depressing and dark all of those children's shows were. Mm-hmm. Even Rugrats. Even Rugrats was dark, man. Like Angelica. Angelica was technically like neglected by her parents. It's the same with Helga and Hey Arnold. Like she was basically just she was abused in a lot of ways. Oh hi, Erica. Oh, how's it going? Oh, what are we doing? Should we pause this or should we keep? You're on the podcast right now. You're gonna end up. Uh, oh, she's got, the she's got the champagne. She's got the champagne. Thank you so much. All right, I like that. I've never had champagne really in my life. Anytime I've been handed a glass, I just act like an alcoholic who's in recovery and I just go, yeah. Well, what's the time check? I just oh, don't like we got it. Got one minute or? Uh, should we time it? I guess so. What are we doing? Look at. Well, keep keep tabs on the thing. I don't have a. Oh, it's midnight right now. Happy New Year, everybody! All Happy right, are we New cheers Year. in. Oh fuck, man! Twenty twenty two. Yeah. Holy shit. Let's get our lives together. Yeah, I feel like I'm in Courtney Love's house right now. We got fucking champagne, empty beer bottles, few few tall cans. All we need is the methamphetamine. There's no excitement in that uh, <laughs> in that count. I didn't even know there was a count. My 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 there phone was nothing. Just, no, my phone just went to twelve. I'm like, all right, well, this is it now. Thank you, Erica. If you're still, you, you see, this is this is what this is what high class service should be. All right, when you're staying at your parents' house, you do need a sibling to come down silently with champagne and serve it to you. Mm-hmm. And show them as little gratitude as possible. I'm kidding. This has been fun. Something's off podcast, everybody. This is episode, I think, 57, whatever. I've been Alex DeWitt, and with my my best pal, Max Ross. I got to stop saying best pal. I got to stop saying that's not manly. That's not alpha enough. As a level five alpha, I should know better. Took me a long time to gain this rank. Sums off podcast, everybody. Happy New Year. R.I.P. Betty White. R.I.P. Betty White. Be white. Take it is.